it's crazy how scarcity can creep in even like it has nothing to do with the number and I had this thought for a long time like people with a lot of money they're obviously out of scarcity and once I start make money I will be out of scarcity but scarcity can creep in in so many many different forms and I see it like this desire to prove yourself to prove that you are worthy scarcity mindset this desire to hold on to a relationship scarcity mindset <laughs> triggering for me to say that um the um, it, it creeps in in so many different ways like and not trusting your creative flow, like forcing um, to create something like you have to create. Like I just know in my industry, in the coaching industry, in the online space, having an online business, like being like, oh, not trusting that I will be inspired later. So I need to post something. I need to sit down and have inspiration when there is no inspiration scarcity mindset it's it it's creeps in everywhere and I just saw something online um from a coach and in the description of whatever she was posting she was like I guarantee you that you're gonna get value out of it or something something similar I'm not going to quote exactly what was written. Um, but it's... And I read that and I was like... Ich, like... It, it felt... The energetics behind that felt again like that need to prove. And I've been into... And the only reason I'm criticizing it is because I've been into that so long myself. And I'm still am sometimes. Like sometimes it still creeps in where I'm like Um I need to prove myself. I need to prove that I'm a good person. I need to prove that I'm nice. I need to prove that I'm a good mentor. I need to prove that I provide value. I need to prove that I'm valuable. I need to prove that I'm worthy. Whatever shit. I need to prove. And I made a promise to myself in my online containers um so whether it's my instagram my facebook my stories my posts uh, going live or with just in my work with my clients as a mentor not ever coming from a place of like i need to prove because i've i've done this so many times even with my clients because for a long time, I thought, you know, that's just to attract clients to me that I'm like, I need to prove that I have value. So people, they see me and they want to work with me and then I have more clients and then I help more people and then I have a successful business and then I change the world. <laughs> yes, just that. Um, I thought it was just in that marketing kind of, you know, like just showing up online and stuff that I was doing that. But I realized I did that with my clients as well. You know, like hopping on a call with the clients and instead of being so fully present here, I was like, 
before the goal being like, oh, I need to make sure that I am a good coach. I need to prove that I have value. I need to prove that, you know, and and with that comes a lot of over delivering. So with a lot of clients, I and I still do, <laughs> but I go over time in everything that I do, whether it's it's a Reiki session, deep healing, energetic sessions, um, yoga and embodiment or coaching, mentorship uh, sessions. I've done it all. I've done, I remember back in the day where I was just teaching yoga, even, okay, not even on the online space, but I remember over delivering even when I was teaching to real people back then when yoga studios were open and I was teaching to real people in real life. I mean, I'm still teaching to real people <laughs> in real life, but through a screen. But when we were in real life, um, I was, you know, going way over time because I just wanted to provide the best. And like, that's also another thing where like, there is a gift in everything because it's 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 not just the the scarcity it's not just like oh i need to prove that i'm good i think i think actually back then when i was giving classes it was because i really wanted to give the best and i i'm like this so it comes you know with the gift and the shadow and it's beautiful to witness it but i i also remember that then I could honor my boundaries better in terms of timing of like I don't need to do a two-hour session when we said it's going to be an hour to make sure that this person gets value out of the coaching and it's it's very vulnerable for me to open up about it because I feel I felt and I still sometimes do feel a lot of shame to have been in that place. So to open about it openly, to open about it openly, yeah. Um, it's very vulnerable for me. Because um, I had not full awareness of it. And once I had awareness of that I was doing that, I had a lot of shame of like, oh no, I was doing that. <laughs> but, you know, with every step of the journey, you learn better and it's always better and growth and evolution. So what I wanted to share is that scarcity can creeps in. Yeah, I'm trying to go back to the point. Can creeps in everywhere. It's not just about the money. And I found it through getting a better understanding of my relationship with money and scarcity and abundance and trust and manifestation and healing my relationship with um, money and starting my wealth and financial revolution. Um I've had to dive into that work of scarcity because there is no financial transformation revolution if you don't look 
at scarcity because that's usually where we are all trapped in when we feel a lot of money blocks and a lot of energetics that are keeping us stuck into scarcity but then I thought you know I'm in scarcity because I'm broke <laughs> so of course I'm in scarcity um and I was like once I work on my money mindset then I will have the money and then when I have the money I'm out of scarcity bullshit bullshit and scarcity and the number are different things and I've realized it observing myself going like seeing scarcity in other areas of my life just as if you know you're trying to fix something at some point and you just put like a band-aid or, or on something but it's, it's not enough to contain like there is other holes like it's, it's like you have a a glass of water with holes everywhere And you're just trying to block one hole and be like, okay, I healed my relationship with money, so now I'm not in scarcity. But there is, you know, you're just blocking one hole, but there is a lot of holes into that glass of water. <laughs> Using that weird analogy. But the thing is, like, then the water was going out into another hole for me to see how scarcity was showing up in my life. And I saw it in two ways that um, are going to be very vulnerable for me to share. So I'm going to share the easiest. The easiest was my creativity. Sometimes I go into, into <gasps> I don't feel inspired because I'm, I'm someone that is really driven by my creativity. Like I love, I'm a very creative person um, in every regards. And I love to, you know, I had a phase of my life where I really loved to paint and I need to paint and be expressed through painting. Or, of course, I'm creative now. I'm creative every day with my work. And I'm so blessed with it because it requires a lot of creativity for like how I'm going to, you know, create content and show up. And it it requires my whole creativity. And that's so fucking exciting and juicy. But... Sometimes I get into, <gasps> what if the inspiration is gone? And because sometimes I don't feel inspired, you know, it, it happens. Like most of the time I'm like, oh my God, I'm so inspired. And, you know, I'm going to talk for a podcast and I'm going to create this story. And I'm going to create this, even for a photo shoot, I will be like, oh yes, I will do it like this and this. And I'm in creative flow. Uh, but sometimes I'm like, Um, okay, what do I do? Because I don't feel like doing anything right now. I'm just not inspired. Because creativity also happens, I realized, in some tasks that I don't like, like administrative stuff or very, like, you know, providing structures and doing like more of the back end stuff in my business. This is the part where I don't feel the most pleasure. But I realized that Sometimes I will feel creative even for that. I will be like, and I will do the work in no time because I will have this inspiration to do it, a higher impulse. But sometimes I go back to scarcity mindset where I'm like, 
I'm not feeling inspired. So what if it never comes back? What if I'm never able to create anything anymore and my business will just collapse and I will die? <laughs> and I'm just laughing at it because to see how ridiculous this mindset is, but we are being real on this podcast. I'm not trying to bullshit you with lessons that, you know, no, I'm I'm talking like the reason why I'm extremely good at what I do is because I fucking know the shit that I'm talking about <laughs> because that's everything that I personally experience and move through and still move through and see different layers of it. The second thing that is way, way, way more vulnerable for me to share. Um, but we are not only we are real, but we are really intimate in this podcast. That's why I love this place so much. Um, it's in um, holding on to someone, to a relationship. So if you follow this podcast since the very beginning, the first episode was created right after my breakup with my now ex-girlfriend. Because I felt really expressed as soon as our relationship ended. I felt this flow, this overflow of breakthroughs and revelation and expression with my voice. And I was recording myself in my phone hours and hours and hours. And I decided, well, there is actually really precious lessons that I wish I could share because maybe it can help even one person. So I'm going to create a podcast. That was five months ago, and that has been the longest grieving process I ever experienced. Like I've mentioned it in the podcast before, but it's the first time that I experience um, really sitting down with the pain and going through that transmutation of this whole grief loss process of breaking up and going through a very difficult time, feeling brokenhearted for a very long period of time. I usually, I used to spend max two weeks crying over a relationship, the loss of a relationship or a person and then I was on to the next thing. Mostly through avoidance. But this is the first time of my life that I really was like, okay, I'm just going to sit with it and alchemize and go into the darkness of it. Because it's not like everything that came up with that breakup is way more profound than just this relationship. It's all the relationships that I had before. It's the relationship with myself. It's my spirituality. It's so basically, it has been this huge spiritual awakening. And here we are. So I realized um, actually, thanks to a very close friend of mine that was holding space for me two days ago. 
um, as I revisited the dark again, when, <laughs> when I was like, oh my god, I'm being my full god of self, and I'm so fucking embodied, and I'm so fucking loving myself, and I'm planning to marry myself, like for real, guys, I'm not kidding, I'm, this is literally on my, on my calendar, planning a wedding for myself because I'm like I'm the most important relationship I will ever have and I want to have a full ceremony of me marrying myself because it's really symbolic um to make vows to myself um in that healing journey so (laughs) with that being revealed Let's move on to what I was trying to express. So I was being my full fucking goddess self, planning a wedding for myself, being so fucking embodied, being like, oh my God, I'm so myself. I love myself. I make love to myself. Life is amazing. I have everything I ever dreamed of. My business is fantastic, I'm creative, da 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 da, the whole perfect fucking life, and, and suddenly, I was not good at all, for three days I was crying, brought back to my knees, again, feeling so much pain in my heart, so much pain in in my soul um feeling so sad so lonely so broken hearted and i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it it's gonna hurt but i'm gonna say it um thinking about my ex and missing my ex and that sounds so silly isn't it and i'm doing this major work of planting seeds of change and transformation for humanity. I'm holding space for deep fucking transformation. Yet I'm just a fucking human being that sometimes is just crying over her ex. <laughs> How funny. But... Uh, I'm I'm just laughing about it right now, but it was just it was not just crying over her and missing my ex. It was it was more profound. It was a deep wound of rejection and abon abandonment, I think you say abandonment. Um and then you know what came up, it's also stuff with like my parents and childhood traumas and the whole fucking shit came up. So I spent three days crying, breaking down, being cracked open by life. And I had a wonderful friend holding space for me in that space. Holding space for me in that space. Yep. And she was like, the thing is, I'm holding on. I'm holding on to memories. I'm holding on to a relationship, I'm holding on to a potential of, you know, oh my god, I can't believe I'm opening up about this, but I I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, but how amazing will our relationship will be if 
on you know if with everything that I know now with everything that I am now <laughs> um and seeing that potential and holding on to it and she reflected back to me that friend she was like but you know that that's scarcity again making its way into your life because you don't trust like if even if you're meant to be together and experience whatever you're saying you know whatever you're holding on like if you're in abundance then you you just trust you're in abundance and it's the same with money and it's crazy how I could see it easily with money you know that was holding on to money and being fearful of and and not trusting that the money will come and not trust and then being in scarcity with the money, I could easily see it, but I couldn't really see it that it could show up in different aspects in my life with my creativity or with relationships. And it's the same. I'm talking about romantic here dynamic with like my ex and everything, but it's the same with friendships where we can hold on to a version like we hold on because we're so afraid of losing that person but what if we loosen the grip trust really trust in the abundance of love in the abundance of nature in the abundance of the universe that we are provided with everything that we need in every given moment that and I'm reading a book that is beautiful right now. It's called The 40 Rules of Love. So it's a story through different, um, uh, how do you say, characters. And it's, it's, um, there is some rules into it. And I remember in that book, I think two days ago I read something about it, like love is not, it's easy to love life when everything is perfect, basically we're saying that, and um, but love also shows itself when it's hard, it's also love, and that really resonated deep within of like, If I can just surrender to the process and trust and be in abundance. Abundance is, you know, this flow, this letting go, this deep trust trust and faith. And it it's trusting that the creativity will come back. The creativity is always here. The inspiration is always here. The love is always here. The money is always here. The We are provided with everything that we need. And most of the time, we are the one putting some blocks into receiving what is meant for us. Or we are actually receiving it, but we refuse to see it. Doing all this work on my money mindset I realized that I was constantly constantly saying that I was broke but and that I couldn't manifest money even though I was trying so hard and then I opened my eyes 
And I realized I had money coming in right and left. But I just refused to see it. I was like, no, that doesn't count. Or I just didn't want to acknowledge it. And it's the same with love and support. You know, sometimes I'm like, you need to just open your eyes and realize how much you're actually receiving beauty, love, support. It might not be the way you want to receive it. That is a very different thing. And that's where we get trapped. And that we don't want to see it because it doesn't come in the way that we want and we expect and we try to control the way it will come to us. Whether it's the money, the love, the, the, the flow, the abundance. We expect it to show up in a certain way. So if it doesn't come that way, then we have this how do you call it, when you blind yourself to something, like you just refuse to see it. But if you remove it and you just lean back and you actually observe the abundance that is already present within you, maybe not in the way that you want to see it, to experience it, but it is the love, the support, everything. So open your eyes, open your eyes, and it's also opening your eyes just as I did to see that I may have deal dealt with scarcity regarding money, but scarcity is not just money. It can show up in many different ways. It can show up in the way, like, I'm going to talk about something else, but right now, like, Scarcity can, like I've talked about those two things because they have been present for me lately, the creativity and this relationship that I'm grieving. But it, it, it show up in the way I can, um, it can be very subtle, it can be in the way that you um, buy your food, like... Um, or like I know it for myself, like I was always keeping like one soap or two in advance just in case. And that's fucking scarcity. If I know that I'm abundant, there is no need to have three soap <laughs> in my house. I just trust that when I will need a new soap, I will have a new soap. I will go and buy a new one. I don't need to have three in advance. Like I can't have one in advance for comfort. <laughs> And and that's fine. But it's a, it's it's not about the soap, right? It's about the intention behind when you when you have it out of fear and you're holding your breath and it's a contraction and it's a restriction. And so it's how scarcity show up as a contraction. So where is there contraction in your life? Where is there a lack of letting go, a lot of lack of surrendering? Where is it? How is it showing up for you in your life? Just ask yourself this question and open your eyes to the answers that comes to you. Because you might be super fine with your money, but you might be super into scarcity in your relationships. You might be fine in your relationships, but you might be holding on like crazy to a part of your identity, thinking that, and then, you know, it can show up in very subtle ways. 
It's in the way you talk. It's in the way you express yourself. It's in the way you create. It's in the way you live your life. This is the way you um, maybe hold on to clothes that are that you don't like or that you don't that are damaged or that are you don't wear anymore but you're so afraid that you're never gonna have clothes <laughs> or food or whatever where are you holding on and feeling this contraction of scarcity this is very interesting to reflect on So now, now, ta -da -da -da, this is the time for advertisements. <laughs> so as you know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow this podcast, right now I have the doors are open for the Awakened Goddess Mentorship, which is a full-on immersion experience with me. It's a hybrid. We have a very close proximity to me, working one-on-one, -on -one, and also some gathering sisterhood connection times. It is so freaking amazing because it's not only, it's not a mindset bullshit kind of thing. Uh, we work on the mindset for sure, but we work on the nervous system into the body, into healing ancestral trauma and everything so that you can be fully liberated out of your scarcity or just knowing how to deal with it because as I said it's not like I'm not gonna promise you that working with me then you will be like <sighs> perfect or Like this idea of like there is no more struggle in the life. Uh, because that's not what happened in this container. But what happens in this container, it's a deep, profound transformation of your whole being in the way you show up for yourself, in the way you show up in your life. And ultimately, how your reality looks like. If you haven't already, I really invite you to listen to the previous podcast that I did where I'm in where I talk about self-worth and self-love and desires and how I had the little breakthrough of like how our desires, like what we want of our lives, all we have to do in order to fulfill them is to be more of ourselves because our desires are part of us. So the more we become ourselves then we just fulfill those desires because we become more of that. Because our desires are not something away from us that we need to pursue and run after. They are just part of us that may not be present. So we feel like it's outside of us. So we want something like we want the job, we want the money, we want the relationship, we want the confidence, we want the self-love, we want this, we want that. We desire this type of experience and this type of experience because it's it's just who we are because that's part of our expressions and the all you have to do to have access to whatever you desire is to become more of yourself 
to uncover your gifts, become your own medicine, and just become more of who you are. And that's the um, essence of this container, the Awakened Goddess Mentorship. It's also a place to unleash your wild and find more juiciness into your life. It's a beautiful, fucking amazing party of growth and self-development and transformation and ascension. And that's a party I want to be part of. (laughs) And if it's If it resonates with you, if you feel called to work with me and to be part of the party, if you want your invitation, please reach out. I'm mostly very active on Instagram, but I will also put the links in the show notes of this episode, in the description, all of that. Um, Yeah, I think we're good for today. Um, Just to give you a little juicy details about my personal life right now, it is 7am and I went to bed at midnight, slept for two hours and then couldn't sleep anymore and now I'm recording a podcast at 7am when I barely slept. This is, you know, and I felt really an uninspired the last few days and I was reflecting on this scarcity around my creativity and now I'm creative creating this podcast and being expressive having those downloads that I feel like I want to share at 7 a.m so it's like life coming full circle telling me like you didn't I had any reason to be scared and to hold on and fear that your creativity will never come back because your creativity came back in the middle of the night and here we are (laughs) the day I feel like I'm um (laughs) like the day is like the light the daylight is coming and I've been awake since 2am so I felt like my old party girl (laughs) because of like watching the sunset because you didn't sleep because I love the sunrise oh my god I think I should go to sleep um I love to see sunrise because I wake up early but there is a different feeling when you see the sunrise because you were up all night and you are still awake and the sun is rising It's a feeling I haven't felt in a long time. And it feels like, you know, I went out all night and party all night. And now it's time to go to bed. (laughs) I fucking love my life. Having, like, it's it's incredible. I love to go with the um, impulse of my creativity. I love being able to work at the time that I want creating creating life according to my own rules fucking love my life um i love you i love you thank you for listening to me and to this new episode again if you feel called to work close to me i have this amazing container um 
I've opened the early bird um, special rates now until 1st of May 2021 and we will start soon after that so and I have only six spot left so if you want to be part of the party you better make a decision right now for yourself it's the moment where you say yes to yourself yes to your growth yes to that next step of your journey yes to doing the work and shifting and changing and all of that (laughs) have a beautiful rest of your day